Hi everyone and welcome to episode 20 of the Quintessential Podcast. I am Jackie and today I am hosting with Jackie and we will be speaking to Savia Rocks. Hey <laughs> Okay, we're going to be speaking about her home and work-life balance. You are a photographer. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's do the basic stuff first. Okay, cool. How did you get into photography? Um, my dad handed me a camera when I was about five six years old i guess he just wanted me to do something mm. <laughs> i was troublesome and i wanted to just go around and take pictures of stuff i asked him for a camera we went to a shop i think it was in Halsden, and um he bought me a 110 millimeter camera um ever since he gave it to me i never stopped using it mm. it blew up eventually because i used it so much and <laughs> he bought me another one and then from there i've just been doing photography to be quite honest yeah so did did you do courses? Are you self-taught? Self self-taught, yeah, okay. definitely self-taught. Um, I didn't have well, I didn't have the money at the time, and my family mm. didn't have the money at the time to be paying for the equipment. It's expensive. Mm. Any photographer out there will understand that. It's getting a lot better now because you can get second-hand cameras. You've got yeah. eBay. You've got Gumtree. You've got Amazon now, where cameras are cheaper, they're second-hand, and you'll be able to afford them. Whereas back in the day, your parents might not have had. A lot of money to be able to afford these things right, right. so I was self-taught and anything that was given to me I was humble enough to have it and use that and just get creative with that to be mm. honest yeah. so did you follow photography through your education or did you just did you decide you want to do something else um, life has its way of making you change your opinions on things and what you need to do and situate everyone is put in a situation where you're gonna have to work you may have to work in a job that you may not like yeah. but you have to do it yeah. and in order <laughs> and in order to do it um having a job to buy the equipment you need you have to sometimes sacrifice and that's basically what i did but i got some really good jobs and you're lucky if you, if you find a job and you really like it that makes your dream job even better because it helps kind of fund each one were they creative jobs or yeah i was in music publishing for about four years okay and that was one of the best jobs i've ever had i love songwriting because i was a songwriter before okay. so from songwriting earning money from songwriting that enabled me to buy equipment and just have it on the side and do photography on the side but luckily the managing director's best friend was a photographer okay where You've did you got... get your first break? That's what I want to know. Like, oh, your first big break. My first big break was... Actually, it starts small, then it goes big. I would say anybody who's doing photography and anybody who's starting out, you're, you've got your family and friends around you. Take pictures of them. From there, you have to learn how to market yourself. Mm. Find out what's unique about you. Then go out there, send emails, do flyers. I still, today... Um, go out and put flyers in letterboxes, the old-fashioned way. Because mm. when you're doing that, you're meeting people. Yeah. You can meet someone down the road, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just handing out my flyers. Oh, may I have one? Oh, I was looking for a photographer. Just simple things mm. like that, just net networking. All these things help you. So how I started was getting my break was working, telling people that I like photography. They were like, oh, can you take some pictures for me? Yeah, sure. At first, it might be free. Everyone loves freeness. Mm. Yeah, but after then you start charging what you feel you deserve. Mm. As your work gets better, you charge more. Yeah. And that's how you have to do it. Don't overcharge people. But this is just me saying don't overcharge people. Mm. There are people out there who overcharge you because they feel that they can. But when I looked at their work, I'm like, you don't 
deserve that price right. if that mm-hmm. makes sense it's gotta be proportionate exactly so you have to make sure you're proportionate and that's how i got my break by being humble enough to say okay i'll do this for you next time i'm gonna have to charge you mm-hmm. and when i wrote emails to companies i walked in down the road with my flyers handed out business cards and events that's how i got my breaks okay and so it's hard work basically basically yeah footwork, it's, it yeah like it, is, it is it is you have to know how to talk to people you, and you're talking to different types of people. One one day you could be talking to a neighbour who says they want pictures for their, their toddler's birthday. Mm. And you can talk to them anyway because they're your neighbour. Mm. But then you might be talking to a CEO and that's exactly what I've been doing. Mm. So you have to be able to know how to talk to each type of person. Mm. I met a person, how I got one of my first breaks was I was in a club and I was taking pictures and a girl came up to me and she says, oh my gosh, I work for this company and they're looking for a photographer. And I didn't know how big the company was, so I just gave her my card not knowing anything. And before I knew it, I was in the meeting with her and I was sitting with the CEO of Eurostar. And that's how I got one of my first breaks. And I was like, well, and then people see your pictures and they're like, okay, can you do it for me? Mm. And then from there, as you get better at editing as well, editing is so important. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as well it's yes. one thing being a photographer it's another thing being able to edit yeah. and it's you have to take a lot of time being by yourself in front of that computer screen and editing and people don't realize it's not necessarily taking the pictures that cost the money it's the editing and that the costs the money and yeah. the time mm. so yeah the difference between me taking a picture and with a you, selfie yeah exactly and <laughs> so you that, taking that a picture and then hello <laughs> The same. Like, I made it black and white or, or sepia or is it sepia? How do you say it? I think it's sepia. Okay, that. That's my editing done. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned Eurostar, but you've also worked for other big companies like yeah. Warner Brothers. I've worked for Warner Brothers, I've worked for Notting Hill Music Publishing, I've worked for individuals like just weddings, uh, headshots. Uh, turning people who are not models into models um, that was one of the craziest ones I've ever done oh bodybuilding WBFF uh, it's a worldwide bodybuilding um, event that they do um, that, that was strange is <laughs> seeing all these big bodybuilders there and having to take pictures of them they were really nice towards the end but <laughs> it, was, it was like you see egos I've never seen so much ego mm. in one room and having to take photographs of them and they're like make sure you airbrush me and stuff oh, but wow. to me they looked immaculate mm. but it all comes down to whether a person is secure of themselves yeah and most of the time you'll find that being a photographer when you're taking pictures of a person you start to realize how confident a person is and how secure or insecure a person is about themselves and that's amazing when you do photography because it's always the people you think who will be secure like these bodybuilders end up actually not being the ones it's, it's the mum at home with her kids having that photo shoot that embraces the love and you see it in the pictures whereas the bodybuilders is completely different I'm having to airbrush absolutely everything mm-hmm. that I see on them so yeah. yeah so how involved are the clients um, at the editing stages do they constantly ask to see the pictures before it's released I don't let them you don't no I'm strict on that, okay. that but that's just me okay other photographers might be a lot different yeah with me any pictures I take mm. they automatically get edited right. that comes in within the price that I do it on yeah. so if I say I'm doing a music shoot because I do loads, I think the most shoots I do is within music. Okay. I think that's okay. the like most the bands. Yeah, bands and everything like, bands and everything like that because yeah. it's quick and it's 
I know what I'm doing because I've always been in, in music and I love it. Mm. So um, with bands, I edit it just as standard. With weddings, just as standard. Nine times out of ten, I'll edit everything. Unless they say to me, no, don't edit it. Yeah. Okay. Then I won't. Yeah. So, yeah. And some people actually say don't edit yeah, some of them say I'll do it myself, and then you look at the picture and you'd be like, oh. <laughs> oh, they're trying to save money or yeah, and oh, uh, okay. they they end up ruining your work. Yeah, you like, don't credit me. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> like some people say they edit, and you're like, yeah, okay, and then you see, it and you're like, what your you face do? just automatically, but you can't because it's the client yeah. who's already paid for their work, and you can't say they nothing. Did <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they did. Yeah, they did a lot. <laughs> it's okay, so you've also got your Savia Photography Recruitment Agency. Yes. Okay, so you have managed that also. What, what's that about? Um, my wife helps me a lot with that okay. as well. She helps me help the photographers find work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I wasn't sure if I was able to do it because I never had Savia Rocks. It was um, SPRA, which is Savia recruitment agency first and also my best friend was part of it where she would help me as well mm. but now my best friend said you should concentrate on the savvy rocks as well don't forget about yourself a lot of the time i'm a kind of person who forgets about myself yeah. and i concentrate so much solely on other people mm. and i've started to realize that you don't always get a thank you mm. and i think that's so important in any industry that you're in is to always thank a person for mm. what they've done for you and how they've done it for you. Mm-hmm. And um, I started to get unhappy about not getting a thank you or not even getting an email to say, okay, I'm here. And some photographers were very unreliable. You'll call them, they wouldn't answer. Mm-hmm. So you're having to deal with all these things. Yeah, exactly. And that's what and, you're doing. Yeah, and it's my reputation on the line and I'm trying to get you work. Yeah. So some photographers were great at the time and I still do it but it's more that I try to jingle both of them at the same time okay. so it's kind of like that but I still try and help photographers where and when I can if anything comes up and I can't do it um, you have so much social media out there you put it on Facebook Twitter you name it Instagram um, that if I can't do a job I pass it on to someone else so that's kind of how I help other people yeah okay. so you travel for work also so you're yeah you go to new york yeah is that your main place of traveling or do you go to other um, because my wife me and my wife always go there because obviously our family's over there mm. it's huge mm. america is huge there you can find so much work out there okay. and that's amazing because i'm a person who was born in london mm. and i would have thought to myself that i would have been able to find more work here but each to their own everyone is different and again it all depends on how you market yourself it's so important and how you market yourself and again i i don't mind traveling i'm scared of planes <laughs> which hilarious. is the weirdest thing <laughs> ever um but again um i love what i do and if it takes me anywhere i'll go i'll be holding to the chair like, oh scared as hell but but you'll go because you know what the destination yeah, has in store for I you. I know what it has for me, so yeah, definitely. Okay. So as part of the, obviously, home and work-life balance and the travelling, so you yeah. said you get to travel with your wife also. Yeah. So that's obviously... That's a package. They have no choice. Okay. <laughs> 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 they have no choice. Because yeah. obviously some people, you find yourself having to leave your family at home and travel and you don't know how long yeah. you're going to be away for, so you don't have actually have that 
that issue? At the moment, we don't have that issue. Okay. Um, because my wife knows so much about photography, because her father was a photographer. Okay. So she knows a lot about photography mm. also. And she's brutal when it comes to editing pictures. <laughs> like, sometimes she'll chuck me off the computer and say, no, I don't like how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then edit the rest of that 100 photos. And then after that, she'll still cut down and only she's like you're only allowed to give the best of what you've got right whereas before i was just trying to be generous and give them all yes right. and that's my nature whereas my wife is like no it's your job you have to give the best of what you've got so if you've got to say no to 10 of them and only give five of them but mm. they're they're absolutely immaculate in the way that they've been done then you've given them you're giving your client the best of what you've got yeah so i've had to learn how to do that and it's thanks to my wife being able to do that so yeah okay so she helps you with editing so because with your schedule i can imagine there's the the photos getting there and then getting back editing and then the recruitment agency how are you juggling all of it um i think it's just prioritizing your time um everything comes with prioritizing your time it's so important do you have any tools that you use to do that? I write everything down. I have a task list <laughs> every day. <laughs> um, when I was first starting, I was all over the place. I didn't know what to do. But I've always been a writer. Okay. So for me, it's always been writing things down, what I need to do. So if I have 30 bullet points, I'm realistic enough to be like, how many of those bullet points can I do today? Mm. And in my phone, everyone's got a smartphone now, so in my phone, I have all those bullet points. I do as much as I can. Those bullet points will transfer over to tomorrow, and then I'll do the rest and add whatever else I have underneath it. So it keeps on working like that, and that's how I'm able to prioritise my time and get things done. But it's nice to be able to have help as well, because when you're doing it by yourself, time just flies by. But when you have someone there, or if you have people around you who want to push you to do great, then you get so much more things done, and that's I think that's I've been lucky mm. in how I've done it. Yeah. Okay, you also have your own podcast, or your, you do interviews with other photographers. Yeah, I'm starting to. Yeah. Okay, you're starting it because so. the reason why is because so many photographers say to me that they find it hard to find work, and I was like, I like talking to people, mm. but then. I want to help them. Yeah. How can I help them? Again, I've taken it off me and I've gone back to other people. Mm. And I've left it there for ages and I haven't done anything about it. Okay. And I was like, oh, my wife's like, you should do something. And my best friend was like, you should do something. Even my mum was like, well, hurry up and do it. You have all the equipment there. Mm. You have a studio in your house. Just just do it. Because I don't use the studio as much anymore for music. So why not just use it for that so yeah is it a Definitely. time thing what's holding you back again it's time consuming right. okay. yeah it's a time consuming thing where i have to be able to fill it in and that's where you have to prioritize your time and people say oh you if you prioritize your time you'll you can do everything no <laughs> i'm realistic no <laughs> you can't do everything you can do the, the most important things first yeah. but you can't do everything yeah have you time as well yeah. yeah otherwise you're just going to be forever trying to tick things off a list and that it's easily done like so if you've got 30 things on the list you're working down the list and the day's finished yeah and you're working into the next day i don't even think a ceo or a managing director gets through everything in his list Delegate. and i've worked Delegate. for a few of them <laughs> you know and and they say to me like sometimes there's one of those things on their list that is so much time consuming that they can't get through it mm. 
in that one day if it's going through contracts or calling clients in a certain way or asking to have a meeting some things are complicated and situations take up time yeah so it's that's just how it is but things happen when they're meant to not before mm. i've learned that mm. so i know that you want to have children at some point <laughs> yeah <laughs> I actually want I actually want five my partner wants seven so we better start now and time then, management yeah <laughs> list and, and how is like your face was like five yeah five <laughs> so Jackie and I both got one and we're like twins running both of our families okay oh, you're, okay so hopefully um, you're wanting to get a few twins yeah. out there <laughs> Even if it's I a love set, that. Even if it's a set each, I'm done. <laughs> that, that, that makes sense. But in case that doesn't happen and it's individuals, yeah. seven. Seven? No, no, no. My wife okay, wants now seven. This is a four. Really, this is a really sick You see question. the difference? Seven, four. Yeah. See? Yeah. Four's Coming good. We've got one. We're like, yeah. This is a silly <laughs> question, but something that I want to know because sure. obviously you're both women. Yes. And you want to have children. Yes. Now, obviously, there are ways that you can have children, so I'm not even going to ask that question. The question <laughs> really is... <laughs> have, have you decided that one or the other is going to give labour? Or you're both doing it? Both doing it. I love it. that. Yeah, See, this is what I, I, I love was that. Asked that. I really did, but I was like, <laughs> she's going to ask for me. No, no, no. We decided that both of us are going to do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. At so the same time? It could be at the same time. <gasps> that was, oh, wow. Everyone was like, don't do that. You'll be crazy. <laughs> don't do it. It's going to be like menopause all over the place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, what's that? But I was like, no, no, no. It's not that. It's, it's, we're generally quite calm people. But I know that when you're pregnant, I know your mood changes. I've seen mm. it. <laughs> I see my friends and their mood changes. One minute they're happy, the next minute they're crying because they want a cheeseburger. <laughs> the, uh, the next minute, the... but it was no cheese. Yeah, exactly. It is a small. <laughs> the next minute they're smelling things and they're like, "Oh my god, you stink!" Yeah, like, like yeah. they said, their smell just enhances so yeah, much. Everything. That I'm like, oh wow, seriously. But she's like, wait till you get pregnant. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, who's gonna be more crazy than that thing? <laughs> it's gonna be like a secret competition. I think my wife would be more crazy than that. No competition. Whereas with me, the St. Lucian one must probably just be like a comedian. Because <laughs> yeah, St. Lucians are comedians. It's true, it's true. It's just like when you get upset, fire in the hole! <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of be like that. So yeah, it's we both want to do it at the same time, yeah, and I think it'll be an experience. My mum says she'll love it either way, mm. which is nice to hear that from her. Yeah. She just wants grandchildren, whereas my dad also he just wants grand. He's got grandchildren already, yeah. but for some reason, a parent always wants grandchildren from a specific child. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know why, yep. but he's been bugging me for a while. So mm. I'm, yeah, I'm happy to. So are you the only child of your mother? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, I have an older brother. Okay. And on my father's side, I have an older sister. Right. And a younger brother who's autistic. So, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So what's your family, like, your upbringing? What was it like? Oh, no. <laughs> and in the area as well. Maybe well. When I, yeah, when I first yeah. read that, I was like, hmm. This is interesting. Yeah. The first week you said Maidaville. Maidaville, yeah. Maidaville's a nice area. It's gone a long way since when I was a kid. Um like 
my area is near Portobello, so you're next to all the expensive houses and, and stuff like that. So it's modernised and it's quite wealthy there. Um, a lot of people have moved out mm. from back in the day, which is sad, but it's because they can't afford it anymore. Exactly. You know, yeah. and we're lucky to be there still and see it grow even more. Um, May the Vela as a kid was brilliant. Um, you can ride around, leave your bikes in the street anywhere, come back and it was still there. Yeah. Now, you leave your bike on the road, it might not. Be. <laughs> <laughs> just say bye. Or you might just have a wheel missing. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. You know, your brake's gone. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. And mm-hmm. it's amazing because even though you're in a wealthy area, things still happen. Yeah. Things are still going to happen. There is no area. Well, I don't know an area, but th- again, this is just my opinion. I don't know any area that is 100% safe. No. Yeah, Completely so agree. it's all down to personal preference. And I've loved living in that area as a kid. I lived in a block of flats first, which always used to have their lights getting cut out for no reason at all. But as a kid, I thought it was great. <laughs> it was like hide and seek. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, little coolie girl gets to hide and seek and play with everyone. But um, it was not It was nice. And the flats there, they, how can I say it? They had loads of things wrong with them. Mm. But as a kid, you don't realise that. Mm. Um, everything that was wrong with the area, you don't realise because you're a kid and you just enjoy it. Mm. Like I remember riding in, in, through the corridor and the door was off the hinges. It was full of the hinges and it fell and it hit my bike. Luckily, it just missed me. Mm. And these are the things you had to deal with. You had to deal with drug addicts there and, and um, you had to deal with so many different types of things and it kind of helps you grow up you see things you become streetwise and and stuff like that but it's never a bad for me it's never been a bad thing Mm -hmm. life comes down to choices and the choices that you make determine the person that you're going to be in your in your life in your future and um i think i've done okay so far (laughs) you know i'm happy with the direction that i've gone and what i wanted to be and the route i wanted to take it in and I always say to people, it doesn't matter where you come from. You can be absolutely anything mm. that you want to be. Sometimes it's just a lot harder. Don't look at how somebody else got there. Yeah. Because you don't know how they got there. Exactly. Yeah. And okay. a lot of people have a tendency when they're down to be like, oh, how did they get there? I'm not there yet. Mm. Don't, don't look at it like that. Because they could be there today and your turn could be tomorrow. Right. So that's kind, of, and that's kind of how I've looked at it growing up in my area that everything in that area has made me be the person that I am today. So I've loved living in, in Maydeville. Even now, I go for walks in Portobello, Notting Hill Gate, and you go to Queensway. Um, there's so many different areas. I still walk down, like, say, for instance, Mozart Estate, mm. where I used to live, and they've knocked it down now, mm. and they've built these houses there. So the area is still, to me, the same, but to everybody else, it might be different. Mm. So, yeah, it just depends on the person. When you do decide to start your family, do you have a, yeah. a place where, an area where you prefer to live? I love Queen's Park. Okay. I've always loved Queen's Park. Um, I love the houses. And I've always wanted to give my wife a huge kitchen. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a chef, so I've always wanted to give her a huge kitchen. Mm-hmm. So for me, personally, it would be Queen's Park because they've got the beautiful Queen's Park um, right opposite or just around there. So I like around there. I wouldn't really move out of my area unless I had to. I love my area, I love Maidenville mm. itself. I think it's really, really cool, yeah. So actually, so your wife lives here? Yeah, she lives, we live together, okay. yeah, 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 we live together. Okay, I wasn't, I wasn't aware, I didn't know whether it was like a back and forth is in 
you kind of live here and then you live there and it's like <laughs> it was like that for a while but obviously because she was in the army it was back and forth back and yeah. forth but now it's like she didn't want to she's so thoughtful she didn't want to put me through seeing if she's okay or me getting that phone call one day mm-hmm. to say that something has happened and um she made me realize how dangerous her job was yeah for anyone who's in the army they would know the job is is the dangerous job and having loved ones back at home mm. who are thinking of them it's so she didn't want me to go through that so we just decided to okay what do we want to do and we took it from there yeah how did you decide um whether you were going to live in the uk or states oh yeah we still we still go through that actually. Oh. <laughs> yeah we still dilemma that like she says to me you can find so much work in america which is true mm. and i don't mind it's just so planes. It. It's just planes for oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. It's planes. See, but once you're there, you're there. And yeah. I, guess you have to come well, I tell you badly. something about America. Mm-hmm. It's cold when it's cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We like, know. And then it's from like, like yeah, that's, exactly. that's a lot. Like here, it's cold. You can wear a jumper. Oh, okay, I'm warm now. You go over to America. It's cold. You can't feel your fingers. Like you have to Vaseline. Your <laughs> you have to vaseline your hands because it's that cold mm. over there. I went as soon as I hit the ground. I went, <laughs> Misery. Uh, yeah. The skin and I have to be here for two months. <laughs> it's cold. Okay. Yeah. So it's 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 definitely. But I don't mind in the summertime. Yeah, I go there in the summertime all day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I go there all day. But I don't like the cold. That's what it is. Mm. So. Obviously, having a heritage where my family come from heat, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna love heat naturally. Yeah. But it, sometimes people do like the cold guys if they come from heat. But I love the heat, and that's just how I am. But I don't mind going anywhere in the world and experiencing it. Mm. Like we went to Prague, and it was beautiful. And it was cold, mm. and I started to notice that everywhere we went was cold. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "What's going on?" So I said, "We're having a honeymoon somewhere hot." <laughs> So my wife was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. So, yeah. So you were just married in May, so have you yeah. had that honeymoon already? No, we're going to Tenerife first. Okay. Um, For a week, and then we'll come back, and then we'll decide whether or not we're going to go to India okay. uh, or Japan. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a week. I keep thinking of food if you say countries. Yeah. I need to stop that. I love, I love the colours. For me, being a photographer, it's all about the mm. colours there. And the festivals and one of my best friends said to me when i was at my worst point she got me a book it's a traveler's book and it's about where you can be each day of the year and it's phenomenal like one minute you could be in canada and the next minute you could be in india japan singapore anywhere in different places australia and she's like telling you where to be for each type of festival what's going on and and it's, it was beautiful it gave me the the huge a huge boost in what I'm doing and sometimes you think that you're not doing the right thing mm. but then someone comes and gives you something so simple and then you realise you are mm. so yeah so I'm, I'm intrigued four to seven kids <laughs> back in the four to seven back <laughs> kids because at the moment obviously like you said your wife is your package so you travel together and yeah, stuff yeah. for work people don't seem to mind so if yeah. you've now got your children even just one to be fair you've now got your children are mm. you planning to travel with the children or yeah. are you focusing more say if you live here you're going to try and have more work here i think one of the best things you can do to a child is let them travel mm. but that's 
I find that kids who travel more with their parents when they're young understand more languages, are better speakers, are more optimistic about life and what direction they want to go in, are more happier within themselves. Um, there is an up and a down to everything. Mm. Obviously, they might not. If you're in a regular school every day as a kid, then you have regular friends. Mm. Whereas if you're traveling, you might not have regular friends. So as a parent, we're going to have to take this into consideration. Mm. And I'm happy for our kids to come with us. And like I said, I've been very lucky in the package of it being me and my wife yeah. and because it's been me and my wife the client is fine always fine mm -hmm. and being I, being two women I think is a added bonus yeah okay especially when you're doing say for instance Indian wedding right or a religious wedding or something in religion mm -hmm. having two women there is is a huge bonus because they automatically hire you yeah. for that rather than when it's two men obviously you can't put a man in a woman's a woman's room yes so for us i find that it's an added bonus for it us works. being there yeah yeah definitely well look i have a question that i ask everybody sure if you had a chance uh -oh. <laughs> to go back to a certain time mm. when would you go back to and why i would get remarried again Wow. Yeah, I know it sounds so cliche, but to no, me, that yet. <laughs> it was it was the most perfect day in my whole life, and again, it was it was simple, but it was the people who we wanted there came. It was like whoever God said was meant to be there was meant to be there, mm. and that's how it was. And it was the best day ever. Even preparing for it was super cool. Like I was calling my wife like ten times a day. <laughs> <laughs> babe so 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 they said that we can't have the 14th so we're gonna have to have the fifth no but i wanted the 17th for that <laughs> it was kind of like it was kind of like that but um even afterwards it felt like an after party because people stayed over mm. so it felt yeah it was it was like that's definitely one of the things that i would do again so maybe in like five years time on our know. fifth anniversary or something yeah. i might decide okay babe can we do this or yeah It'd definitely be that. That's so sweet. I love that. Although I love photography, and I, I should have said something in photography, but, <laughs> yeah. but no, that's, I think, that's sometimes when you do something in your life, you realise, whoa, that's the best thing yeah. I've done. And it's got nothing to do with anything materialistic. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something that brings you together, or a person that brings you together, and that's what I found, yeah. yeah. Excellent. So, before we wrap this up, mm -hmm. can you please tell us where we can find Savia Rocks with all your social media handles? I'm going to make it really simple. All you have to do is type in Savia Rocks. That's all you have to do. And you'll find my social media, um, Instagram, Twitter. And my website is just www.savia.rocks. I made it as simple as possible mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for everyone to, be late, uh, to find it. Or you can just type in the lady photographer. Okay. That seems to work as well. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I've had a few of those. Um, it's just simple things like that, really. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When you do start your interviews, will you please let me know? Of course. So I can share them. Of course. It's very important. <laughs> yeah, I have a list. Um, I actually have a list of like over a hundred or two hundred photographers already. Really? Yeah. So I can just throw them away. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just yeah, bring yeah, it on, and I'll share them out for you. Even the artists, because okay. any time 
um, like I take photos for people I'll be asking them if they want to interview and then yeah if you like them too in music could be even clients you've done weddings for mm. or, yeah because it's always nice to get feedback mm. from people as well I don't mind getting criticism I think criticism is one of the best things in your life mm. and it helps ground you as well uh, but there's so many people who have pride and ego mm-hmm. that covers you know them learning yeah, yeah. and um, I learned that at a young age, I was lucky. I learned that about 15, 14, 15. I learned that when my one of my closest friends, uh, crit- don't be so angry when people criticize you. <laughs> and then I realized that. So um, it's one of the the best things you can have is criticism. Yeah. Excellent. You might not always be happy the first time when you hear it, but <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, no, I take everything and I'm so bubbly. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm like, I sit down and I think and I'm like, okay, well, okay, I should have known that. Sometimes I say that to myself, but yeah, when you go along the way and you learn, you get things done. Thank you so much for that. You're that welcome. Has been thank you for having me. Like, thank you for yeah. coming all the way down from Maiden. I don't know where that is for really. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Google it. And then... <laughs> where is that? Uh... To the, the, the west somewhere. The west side. The west side. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Thank you so much. And everyone, if you want to listen to the other podcasts, please follow me on Quintessential on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you very much. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you, Jack. Thank you. podcast.